0: i I really hope
1: is it is it your neighbours or is it within your household
0: no no it's 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 us
1: yes you okay i don't
0: don't quite know what i'm sure i'll enjoy finding a way of making it not audible on a podcast (laughs) it's just the challenges we live with oh (laughs) what a day to be alive (laughs) I am recording anyway, so,
1: uh, hi. Hi. I'm sorry,
0: I was taking a,
1: a spot sticker off of my nose that I forgot I had, and and then probably that was a really good way to start the podcast. Hi, guys, we are back. We are somewhat alive. Um, yeah, really. I'm somewhat ill, and Chris is recovering from, I'm going to say, No, what's not offensive.
0: I think mean, you should just, say, you just just say what you feel like.
1: I was gonna say a coma. Up. That was why I was just, <laughs> and that we, was what I thought. Probably
0: can't call it that.
1: No. Um, That's
0: probably not okay.
1: A, a leave of absence.
0: <laughs> a leave of absence. A a low period. Let's go for that. <laughs> that sounds like a, no. That sounds like I'm describing an actual period.
1: Yeah, I know, that was <laughs> I
0: just It works, but it also sounds confusing but a low period of time.
1: A depression hole.
0: Yeah, okay, that's that's actually the perfect word for it, yes. There you go. Yes. I um <laughs> Well people won't know necessarily People don't know currently as we speak, because I still haven't re- released the episode we recorded. <laughs> However, if I had, you would hear that I'd started a year with some real positivity. um, Real uh, burst of optimism. But it turns out that I got ill. Um, and that stuck with me for about a month. Um, Oops. Oops. And then life on top of that just really seems to slowly take it out of me. So, my advice to you would be do not get ill.
1: Yeah, that's really good advice. In either
0: the physical or the mental.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I've just realised, like, so you... Mm. Were you still ill when we recorded last time? Or were you, like coming out of it at
0: that point. I was still kind of ill then. Um I'd say only really got better just at the very end of January.
1: Yeah, it de- you definitely had what I had then, I definitely gave it to you because that oh, was for me no. it was like
0: this is why I didn't want to tell you this because I knew that you'd start feeling guilty about it.
1: I mean, like it's. I was I was feeling guilty and then I was like it's kind of just you know, solves the law, isn't it? It's just the way life bloody goes. It's
0: true. But, oh, in that um... case, if you're over it, yeah, you, you probably did make me ill, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I'm fine with you. If anyone was is... going to make me ill, I'm glad it was you. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I'm ill again. I thought, like, because I was ill for most of December... Like, I was kind of ill at the beginning of December and I got really ill just before Christmas. And I was like, okay, start the new year healthy. And now I'm fucking sick and it's the second week of February.
0: We came into (sighs) this year thinking that this year was going to be the health year. That was a mistake. (laughs) That was a foolish mistake.
1: Yes. Mistakes. It's a lesson to learn.
0: The only reason I know that I'm like properly kind of out of it is that I'm able to actually laugh without just sounding like I'm wheezing. No, that's not true. I'm able to laugh without sounding like I'm ill wheezing. Now I'm just back to sounding like a heavy smoker wheezing, which is normal.
1: <laughs> it's difficult because I can judge it by, like, if I laugh and then I feel like my lungs are turning to paper, like, and you, you just know you're thing. about to start coughing. That's Exactly. So this, whatever I've got now, I think I've got tonsillitis, um... You seem to have
0: tonsillitis so many times.
1: I know, and I never go to the doctors about it, because the thing is, if I book a normal appointment, it'll take, like, three weeks, and by that time, like, it would have cleared up. But the problem is, to get your tonsils removed, you have to report it seven times within a year. So I literally, like, don't... (laughs) Unless I book an emergency appointment, when I don't need an emergency appointment, I don't, like... and You know, I could get my tonsils removed, but, like... I feel like I'd just end up sick with something else. <laughs> you, just... would. you would. We're, we're <laughs> so not really built
0: like... for for health, I don't think.
1: No, so I don't know. I do... I'm assuming it's tonsillitis. It might just be like, I'd... I don't know. I, do... I just no. give up. It's definitely That's some okay. sort of infection because every time I get an infection, I get these weird, like, tingly, stabbing pains mm. in either my hands feet or like my back so Mm -hmm. uh i know it's definitely some sort of infection but like so
0: you're infected again i agree yeah hey
1: yeah
0: yeah. Yeah. but uh Um... no i agree because i definitely my mum was like the whole way through when i was really ill she was like you know you should go and see a doctor and um (coughs) why am i coughing (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Um... don't because you're
1: gonna make me (laughs) What
0: a disaster. That I didn't need to cut oh dear. um she was hey you need to see a doctor and I tried like multiple days and I had this thing and people in the UK will get this where you have to call up immediately oh, when at 8 doctors sorry, eight the doctor's AM on the dot. Exactly. And if you call yeah. at seven fifty nine fifty or something, no, bad luck. You you would yeah, you're not too
1: getting early. through. You have and
0: to time you it call, so well. Like, eight and 15 seconds past, you're not through because you're at the back of the queue you're so like yeah number 15 <laughs> exactly and by the time they pick up they're like so we don't have any appointments left yeah um, it's an emergency and you're like well no no it's not an emergency it's like yeah so we can't really see you I was like well can i book one for maybe a few days time no i'm afraid you have to call on the day like, okay well this is and when you're handy. sick,
1: that's the last thing you... Like, you need to rest and stuff. The last thing you... It would be better if they had it as an online service as well, because I just... I don't My see how you My doctors did used to have it, it as an more.
0: online service. Oh, what? It to get the to emergency
1: be. appointments?
0: To get all of the appointments. And then <sighs> they just completely took off, so you have to call them. The only other alternative, I think, is literally turning up there at 8am. And standing in front of them, so they have to deal with you. But right. I was like, can I not just book one for, like, a few days? I went to the walk-in centre, did I tell you about this?
2: Oh, I no. The...
0: Maybe I haven't... I don't remember where we got to last time. Um, Essentially, I went to... It was getting really bad, and I tried going to doctors. That wasn't working. So, on this Saturday, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the walk-in center i think now it's called like urgent care or something but basically it's what was originally called walk-in so you can just turn up and it's not accident emergency but you can see it's like somewhere
1: in between yeah going to a and e and going to the gp
0: yeah exactly that so i turned up and i thought right here we go and i walked up to the door and there's a sign outside it said um our apologies, waits are at least six hours to see someone. Mm-hmm. And I was there in the morning for this. Like, I turned up, not early, early, but, like, and it was, like, six hours. And I thought, no, I can't. Right. And I was like, this is a gamble that, uh, oh. So yeah. I, just, I was like, no, no, I got back in my car and like, went to leave. And then I was like, what if maybe they've just left the sign outside? Maybe they've yeah. left the sign outside and it- so I walked in and uh, no, no, there's no way that sign was just left there. That was insanely overwhelmed.
1: I spoke to so many people who were sick in December and early January. Like, yeah. everyone got hit. Like, mm. all of my dad's family were ill. I think maybe some of my mum's family got it as well. I'd Like, it. it was pretty gnarly and I feel like... It's difficult because it was extreme enough that people having chest infections and needing to Mm. go on steroids and antibiotics, and yeah, so I'm not surprised. I definitely got,
0: I think I'd ended up, I think by the time I was trying to see, like, go to walk in, I think it's because at that point I knew it had become a chest infection. And I was like, please, dear God, can I see something? So they they weren't, that wasn't an option because I was like, I can't wait six, seven hours for this because it's just not. Like, I, it, it won't do me any good to be sitting in this, basically, With other waiting sick room people. full of ill people. Yeah. And people who might not be ill, but they will be ill if I sit here spewing and coughing the whole time. So, no. Got back in my car and I was like, I'll go to the pharmacy. Because they won't be able to necessarily help, but they might be able to kind of, like, suggest something that can help relieve it slightly, at least. And make yeah. it bearable. Um, so I went to my normal pharmacy, they were closed. Um, I was like, okay, so I went to a different pharmacy, they were closed, Then I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go shopping, and there's a pharmacy in the supermarket. They were closed. Uh, and then I just gave up, and did my shopping and went home. I was like, well, yeah. I'll just be ill then, I guess. And then, yeah, it took a while to actually recover properly after that, because it really... It really took me out to be honest. I didn't work for the first couple of weeks of January, I think. I just had to take them off because yeah. I was like that ill. I was like, there's no way I'm going in with this. So it was definitely a weird one. It was definitely weird. Being ill was definitely a a thing. And then yes, I think being ill and therefore being because it made it really wiped out my energy. I don't know if you found that. Like Yeah. I was just so exhausted. So that and then on top of that work was a bit of a shitter recently and like has been quite intense so it just really ended up it was like really burning out because you didn't have much energy and the energy you did have you were running out of um and then other things along the way so yes yeah, so i it got a little bit depression whole like um during slash post illness um, And I wouldn't necessarily say I'm out of it, but I'm climbing out of the hole that I'm in. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, I definitely... That's the. That's sort of where I thought you were at.
0: I'm certainly trying my best. I don't know how successful it's going to be. But...
1: And that's all you can do.
0: It is <laughs> all you can do. Um, it is. Also, I just wanted to say that on a topic of you... Taking a spot sticker off your face Which I realised was about 10 minutes ago Yes I have been doing that thing recently Where Okay so the human body is fundamentally disgusting Right It's fundamentally gross in every way And For some reason I every now and then go through this phase Of being weirdly Fascinated and disgusted by At the same time So I was watching spot popping videos the other day.
1: Oh no, uh, I can't do that. It makes me <laughs> gag. It makes me, I don't know how people find it satisfying, it makes me gag. Oh go and on, watching, go on.
0: And they were doing some really like forget spots, these were like full on like cysts and things. And I was mm. just like, watch I was like, oh, the body made that, but also, ooh, the body made that? How? Like I just there's so many like you're simultaneously disgusted and like weirdly fascinated i just can't i i don't know why so i was watching that but i definitely am whenever my body makes something weird in the like having a chest infection really introduces you to like a full range of different snots and various things oh, yeah. that your body makes this you're like Ugh, this is horrible did, how did i make this this is horrible um, but then at the same time, it's like, oh, this is all inside me. Damn, son. It's very weird. <laughs> um, so that's I. I went down a weird rabbit hole the other day of watching.
1: I like it's weird because watching videos freaks me out. But then like, if the dog or Piers has something going on and needs help, then like I'm okay. I can I can get on with it. Like.
0: Maybe Pippin, that's because this... your love for them is enough to balance out the disgust that you have.
1: Yeah, I think that must be it. And, like, if it's on myself, it doesn't bother me. Um, no,
0: of course not.
1: Yeah, I remember about a month ago it must have been. So Pippin has always had this, like... I always thought it was like a wart on his butt. Like, uh, not a wart, um, but, the like, worst place a, little, a little growth. Yeah, I mean, like, and the thing is, you'd be stroking him, and then you'd just feel this little lump. Oh. And it was only, like, the size of a a pound coin, maybe a bit smaller. But, like, it, pound he's coin had that. is
0: pretty that. big, to be fair.
1: Maybe it's smaller. I'm trying to, like, think, like, maybe more, like... Yeah, I mean, but the thing was, it was there when we got him. So I never thought okay. about it. And he's a big dog, so I was like, oh, it's just, like... Uh, greyhounds and lurches, well I don't know so much about greyhounds, but like Peg has lots of cysts now that she's older, I mean she's 13 um, She gets lots of cysts, but I, I just didn't, we didn't think too much about it Steve kept saying about freezing it off And I was like mm. why, like we don't even know what it is, so don't like put chemicals on my dog Like just leave it, like the, <laughs> the vets haven't, the vets have seen him and haven't said anything about it So like, mm-hmm. leave it anyway uh, and so, you know he's had it. we've had him for like three years, something like that. um, didn't think anything of it, and I was stroking him, and sometimes I like squeeze it, and <laughs> just no. cause it like, like, but there's nothing it's there's nothing that comes out of it. It's just like a hard mass kind of thing, like, yeah, not like anyway, uh, I squeezed it, and it just exploded. And I didn't, I didn't squeeze it hard. I don't even know if I squeezed it or if I just, like, knocked it or something.
0: You've clearly been squeezing it so much over time that it was ready to go. It was, it was ready incredible. to go.
1: But, like, I didn't know it was a cyst. I don't even know what I thought it was. I thought it was solid. So then all of a sudden, like, it starts, like, oozing this gross shit out of it. Like, fucking grim and then i think Piers was like oh you should probably get the like actually squeeze it to get the rest of it out oh.
2: um
1: so did that and then it's it's gone it's disappeared like for three years he's had this little lump on his butt and it was just a little cyst this whole time and like i don't think i'm gonna do anything about i've googled it for peg before and they say you can put like a hot cloth to try and see if that will yeah but i think they kind of Resolve themselves, I think.
0: Usually, they kind of resolve themselves with time, or they need like. Or they need removal, and you basically carried out a home removal.
1: Yeah, I did, and I think they say like if you do pop it or something, then it can come back. But like his hasn't, so I think it naturally was ready to to go. Its time Um, had come. But. Honestly, I was like, "What the fuck? What do, this is? A, my life is a lie." Pippin's little wart is not a wart.
0: Not. <laughs> How did Pippin feel during this experience? He
1: did not care—not one bit. The dog did what? not give a shit. Yeah, and Pegs had a had a cyst like, um, for what we kept getting it checked at the vets because it got bigger, and they were just like. Unless it changes colour, like, it's fine. We know what it is. When we oh. were first feeling it, she was, like, getting all funny about it. Pippin oh. did not give a flying fuck.
0: That's serious, so, because Pippin normally has no chill whatsoever.
1: He has no chill, but then, like, he just hurts himself so frequently. I think that his <laughs> nerves are dead. This morning, he smacked his head so hard into the corner of our, like... Oh. uh yeah. Coffee, not coffee table like a hallway unit yeah. like, like we have our keys and stuff on he was licking my bowl that i'd taken out of my bedroom and i put on the side while i was putting my shoes on or something he was licking it and i went pippin like that i, didn't even, I wasn't even saying it and like a telling him off i was like what are you doing and he lifted his head up smacked it straight into oh. the corner of the table walks off like, nothing happened, and I literally checked his head to see if he was bleeding, because it was so hard, and he just didn't care, like, he did, <laughs> that's why I don't, like, y- you're going, oh, bless him, all this, I'm like, no, he genuinely didn't even realise it had happened. Yeah,
0: I'm making a face, I went, oh, and then you oh. said that, I made a face, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: I know, what like, genuinely.
0: What is your he... dog?
1: He has head butted my jaw before, and I've been like, "That fucking hurt." How has that not hurt you when that was your head? Like, he's got overexcited. He's like, lifted smashed his
0: head up. He's smashed into.
1: You. He is, in fact, broken. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. Like now, I work. I work from home three days a week at the moment, and he is so good. I don't know why he's normally an asshole during the podcast because like he genuinely doesn't cause any problems while I'm working from home. He sleeps in the spare bed and that is it all day. He goes out to the toilet in my lunch break, he goes before like if I go and make a cup of tea or something, he probably goes to the toilet like three, four times during the day mm-hmm. and then Yeah, and then that's that's it. That's all he needs, a bit of food. <laughs> Just easy. That's pretty
0: good to be fair. That's pretty good.
1: Um, I think it's because I kicked Peg out and send her over to Pierce's parents' house because she gets all like antsy, and I oh, think yeah. he's just a lot chiller for that. Yeah, he's not wound up by her. But yeah, so that weird, weird that he's annoying during the podcast, but then fine during work.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've also realized that after fifty something episodes of this podcast, and I have only just raised it this second, but. I should have realised seen her. so many of the, like, weird lines that you and I have said over time have got stuck in my head, so... Really? When you were saying about Pippin doing, like, being weird in podcasts, podcast, I was like, but it's Sunday, a day of rest, and I remember you saying that vividly in my mind, <laughs> but I can't remember why. I think you were talking about Pippin.
1: Probably. And any
0: someone says something about Burger King, my immediate response Bushy is to Boy. Oh, you bougie boy. Um, so Yeah, I stand by that. It's having a real impact on my mind, and I'm fine with that, really. I think that's fine.
1: Yas, queen! Yas, <laughs> yes,
0: queen. Yeah. Um,
1: I just think of me in my underwear in the bridal shop. Yas, queen! <laughs> <laughs> when I get my um, alterations done, I'm just going to be like, oh no, I'm <laughs> thinking of Chris right now. <laughs> It's Maybe I, should take, <laughs> what, Maybe so I should take you. Maybe I should take you
0: for my alteration.
1: <laughs> Just to like live through the
0: moment. <laughs> live through the Jesus Christ, what a disaster. But uh Oh, that's a good point. We should talk about your job because before when we last recorded you hadn't started yet.
1: Oh, now I hadn't it's been started. Like
0: a month, Say so yes. Your job, it tell is... us. So
1: yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. I'm I'm happy. I can't remember. Did I say like what it was in the last episode?
0: Because um, yeah, I don't remember. But tell people again. They might they might not have listened to the last it's,
1: one. So I was trying to think about like I don't know if I I'm gonna share like I've decided on TikTok not to like put ex- exactly where I'm working. Uh, That's fair on TikTok in case like i don't know just in case anything weird happens Um, i think it's
0: good to be a little bit like not too precise about it for yeah so i think that's wise
1: i hadn't thought too much about it until like i saw people doing day in the life videos uh for their london jobs and then apparently like loads of people got fired for them and i was like this doesn't seem like something i should do
0: I think you just gotta be careful with how much you show, right? Like,
1: yeah, there's no way
0: that I should take a picture of my screen if there's like confidential stuff on there or something that's kind of sensitive. But some people are like just out there taking pictures of things. It's like people outside the company probably shouldn't see that.
1: Yeah, I can't. I I had to do, uh, well, you would have done it as well. GDPR. G, yeah, dis- yeah. um, so, is that the right way around?
0: GDPR, yeah.
1: Oh, I was trying General it the other day. General
0: Data Protection Regulation.
1: That's the one. And so the other day I had to send out uh, NDA, NDAs and in my Ooh. head I was like DNA, DNA, not, not yeah. DNA, <laughs> NDA, NDA. And I just couldn't. And then I was explaining to someone about it. I was like, I can't remember the word. It's just, my, that's, I, I'm all right at spelling, right? And then sometimes the dyslexia kicks in and it's like, oh shit, I can't actually tell you. I can tell you what the word is, but mm. the, uh, the initials, the, uh, not anagrams, <laughs> what, what am I thinking of? The
0: I always get this word wrong. The and It's uh, either abbreviation is that one
1: abbreviation thinking? oh wait no abbrevi-
0: there's oh. an acronym there's an abbreviation acronym i never remember which one is which
1: i think it's an acronym because abbreviations if the word shortened so abbreviation would be like yeah
0: an acronym yeah you're right yeah okay. uh, uh no that's not true because no an acronym is if it's pronounced as a word like nasa
1: So, maybe it's a different word. Because surely an abbreviation is a shortened version of the word. So, like. I can't think of.
0: (laughs) Okay, I think all acronyms are abbreviations. Okay. But specifically, an acronym is one that you can say. So, like.
1: Say, okay.
0: NASA or like NATO.
1: Right. Okay, so it is an
0: abbreviation, yeah. but not an acronym,
1: okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought abbreviations had to just be shortened versions of the word.
0: No, so they can be shortened oh. versions, or they can be like... <laughs> so like, yeah, it says here like FBI, BBC, they're, they're actually called initialisms, which is an abbreviation. Initialisms! pronounced by spelling out each letter there you go
1: that's that's what i was thinking of i think now i'm like english. doubting whether that, yeah okay english um, lesson
0: for everyone There, you're welcome
1: but yeah that that's particularly where my brain like i just cannot unjumble like it it might is just it might as well be gobbledygook like i just cannot distinguish between the letters at that point Uh, If it was, like, written down, then I'd be able to, I think. Maybe not.
0: (laughs) To be fair, we have this at work where we have so many... There's so many... um, Which one am I thinking of? Abbreviations. Uh, (laughs) That are similar enough that you can get them confused, but they actually mean very different things. But for some reason, someone somewhere in our company has decided that they should all have like the same letters at the start so someone will be like oh, oh yeah. you know blah 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 and you'll be like which one is that again and it really does yeah. confuse you so weirdly i i fully get you on the dna nda GDPR, whatever bullshit
1: and it, it's stuff like so i work for a university and like it's so you have like a L, which is associate lecturer, and then you'll have mm. G L, guest lecturer, and you, you like, mm. there's things like that they are quite similar, but, mm. they're and then like information would be on different databases and stuff like that. I think i I got no the difference, but yeah, it, it gets a little bit, confusing, and I really appreciate. So one of the, people that I work with have, in their little, uh, signature, is that what you call it? The email, your signature, yeah. um they have like i'm dyslexic so don't send me a long uh essay because i will not read it
0: <laughs> that is very good
1: and i was like i respect that i don't think i have the balls to do that yet but
0: <laughs> oh i i put all kinds of things i can't what did i put in my one i put in my one a reminder it's some, it's something along the lines of i work like i work flexibly So, in the same way that I wouldn't expect you to reply to my emails outside of your working hours, please don't expect me to reply outside of my working hours. Because people would send emails at, like, 10pm at night and then be annoyed at why I haven't replied by the morning.
1: Seriously?
0: And I was like, no, no. Like, we all work flexibly, we've all got different things. If you're there replying at email at 10, that's fine. I'll reply when I start work in the morning because Jesus. i'm not paid to reply to your email outside of my work hours and do you you don't know why like i might start i do start later than other people because that's just how i'm comfortable working so
1: yeah like with the with the working hours when they were like oh yeah like it's pretty laid back like as long as you do your hours it's fine i was yeah. like you yeah, what and i was like that's pretty much like is... us it's, I don't know if it's because of COVID or what, but I just remember before it was kind of like this impression that you needed to be there. You needed to be there before your shift early. And then, you know, if, if you got an email at five to five, you, you were expected to sort of deal with that before you go kind of thing. Whereas this is, but oh. like, my, uh, my boss now is like saying within our, uh, Within our school, I've sort of laid down the law of uh, we will not answer emails outside of our working hours. Um, right. And I did, I stayed in a meeting past my working hours in the in the second week or first week, yeah. and they were like, "Don't don't start that way because then you'll end up getting a reputation for doing that, and then it'll yeah. never end, and then you won't be able to sort of reclaim." Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, so I really like that because, you know, it just means that they respect your work hours and your personal hours and they are different. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's, I, I really like that. The job, anyway, like, ran, like the job as a whole, um, is quite cool. Like I'm going to visit a venue tomorrow, uh, for where we're having a big show with the whole university, which is really cool. Um, and that's gonna be only problem is it's like right after the wedding, this show. <laughs> so oh god, okay. It's gonna be really crazy because I'm gonna be planning my wedding and <laughs> this mm-hmm. massive event. <laughs> uh my boss was like, that's probably gonna be the most stressful week of your life. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but she's like, once it's over, you'll have a great time. Um but like um, it's it's gonna be really cool. I'm working on another project for the end of February and then another one in May, uh, not May, March. Um, yeah, like loads of, loads of cool stuff. Uh, it's a bit weird being like in an office at a desk, um, mm. but then, you know, the, everyone I work with is from a creative background and they say like, it's really good because you're not getting uh, it, your creativity isn't being exhausted through your work, so then you have the energy to do that outside of work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought that was a good way of thinking about it, because you're still working in a cre- like a creative field without it directly being creative job. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 I get that. I think it's quite quite cool. Um, obviously, I'm only a month in now, so... It'll take me a little bit longer to fully grasp my role and the 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 highlights and the 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 low bits, you know.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh
1: but it's it's good and everyone's really nice. I get on with everyone really well. It's like quite a small team but then like the depart there's like my team and then obviously the wider team, which everyone's Mm. really lovely as well, so makes it nice and everyone commutes, so there's a, just a sort of understanding if you're late because like the tube's broken down or something. Yeah. Um, You're not... It, it, people aren't going to look at you like, oh, you're late? That's your fault. Like, No, mm. they understand you're in London and that shit happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, that's the most sensible way of doing I think... I don't know if it is post-COVID or not. It's very difficult for me to tell because we didn't really do much pre-covid because we were still at uni and things yeah i definitely find that there's a lot more certainly where i work is quite relaxed about you know you need in your contract it says you need to do a certain amount of hours so you should do those hours if things within that kind of go a bit wrong for whatever reason that's fine like if as long as you're like making it up where you need to then that's fine and by the opposite thing if you work over your hours for whatever reason then take those hours back because you're not going to get in my case we don't get paid overtime so it's like
1: yeah you, you should take them either. back
0: i'm very bad at taking them back but um <laughs> it's something i'm getting better at i think definitely of my colleague actually told me a really good thing to do she was like whenever you work over your hours you need to keep a log somewhere keep of how many hours you've worked yeah, and make sure that it never gets too, so if it starts getting too high, you need to like do something about that. Like you, you should be working out how you're going to like get those hours, but because the worst thing you can do for yourself is to like write them off and just because you're effectively saying, oh, I'll just work for free for that bit and yeah
1: of course actually yeah.
0: that's not really fair on you like you have to respect your own time
1: the other day my i got on an early train and then i think was the train delayed no the train the train itself was fine i then got on the tube and then the tube broke down like there was a signaling mm. problem so then we had to stop had to get off wait get back on the chair and I was like fuck's sake like I thought I was going to get to work like I don't know 20 minutes early I was going to have time to go get a coffee or something like that and it turned out that I was the on like five minutes early which is pretty much what the uh, the later train gets there for. so Uh I was like for fuck's sake there was no point in that um yeah what was my point um Oh, uh, shit happens. I don't, there was something about. I don't know now. Yeah, I've just gone. Oh, right, it's gone. Oh, it's in other, gone. In other news, uh, oh. I don't think I've actually told you this. I did post uh, slightly on my TikTok, but I got my ADHD diagnosis a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, finally! A week That's ago. amazing. Yeah, so. It happened quite quickly i got a phone call and it was no caller id and i thought it was um uh healthy minds because i'd finished the course thing that i was doing with them and older, i thought, like
0: web thing um group session what do you mean call
1: it? yeah the video call group session thing yeah so i did that um and I thought it was going to be about like next steps but I had I did have that phone call but that was separate but this one wasn't really paying attention and then all of a sudden they were like oh yeah for your ADHD assessment and I was like oh shit you're you're actually giving me one and then they were like yeah ne- next Wednesday or whatever it was and I had it and then at the end of it they were like yeah diagnosing you with combined ADHD I was like wow well, yeah. oh,
0: nice. and like, so what does that it's... actually mean like combined adhd
1: so they said so that means hyperactivity and uh attend uh inattentive in- inattentiveness? Okay. uh attention disorder yeah attention yeah. and hyperactivity uh sorry but like the um they said during childhood i was presenting more with hyperactivity and during adulthood it's now more inattentiveness
2: yeah
1: which probably makes sense i thought it would be more like still hyperactive presenting but then i guess thinking about it i get why i see that yeah um because i guess I thought the stuff like when I start one job and on then move on to another and move on to another and move and then forget what the first bit was. I thought that mm. was hyperactivity because I'm like, oh, lots of things to do, but they're like, no, oh. actually, that's no, no, inattentiveness because you're forgetting.
2: I yeah.
1: guess. I don't know. But yeah, so, uh but then I looked and she said, oh, it might be a little while before medication. I was thinking, yeah, I'm so shocked that, <laughs> that it's the not health surprising. service. And then I was like, oh, do you have like a rough idea? And she was like, oh, you know, a few, uh, a few weeks. She mm. said, but normally it's no longer than two months. And I was like, "Oh, um, wow.
0: That's great." That's, that is faster than I thought that would be.
1: <laughs> and then I looked on their website and then it said 6 months. <laughs> but I don't care because I know it's like in it, it's happening. You know what I mean? Like I n- I have an answer. I haven't like convinced myself I have ADHD when I don't. I have it. And I think in during the ADHD assessment they were saying, they were asking about socialising, I think.
2: Mm. And
1: I was thinking, I was like, well, most of my friends are neurodivergent. So (laughs) I think, I think everyone's pretty easygoing with stuff. Like if, like, if I interrupt you, for example, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm deeply offended now. No. And vice versa. Like it, it just, we know that if we, do something that's seen as impolite, it's not out of being rude, it's just the way we are. That's kind of, we get the benefit of the doubt, basically.
0: Yeah. And I try and do that with most people, to be fair, is that I normally am like, (laughs) is this person being rude, or is this person just not, like, it's not, it's not intentional, it's not meant with malice. And I always try and look at it through that kind of perspective, because I think, definitely like you don't know whether people you speak to are neurodiverse in any way or how they're you don't it's not like someone walks out of a sign that says I have ADHD I have whatever um and they don't you don't know necessarily how the same condition can affect two people so
1: exactly yeah
0: I think you have to go into it with a sense of always of the benefit of the doubt but also it will you know it will become apparent to you whether or not the person that you're talking to is actually a complete dick or whether or not it's you know it's something else and it it normally becomes quite clear i think like you say with us we know it's never a, never a malice thing i think I, I i always um whatever my brain might choose to tell me about something i know that actually no no that never without here it's probably not even what that you know it's not that at all so don't stress i agree i agree is what i'm trying to say i just said it in a (laughs) long-winded way
1: i know i i fuck with that um yeah it's just it's just one of those things and i think i I saw a video today that said something about you know people joke say oh i've I've got everyone's got a bit of adhd or everyone's a bit autistic and Mm. stuff and it was like yeah four percent of the population that has got adhd or i can't remember what the figure was but it's something like yeah four percent of the population has... uh it's just that um a lot of people will have some symptoms of adhd mm. or autism um,
0: i find it a bit with like ocd kind of things where people are very much like oh yeah, i am a bit ocd about this i like it to be this way and say like, no that's not hmm you know you have this trait which is common to OCD kind of like things but also you you don't that's you just like things being tidy like let's not oh
1: and that is let's not get it twisted
0: it's not true that everyone with OCD has, has like I I am probably one of the most messy people I know there's mess everywhere but I'm also there's definitely things that if you were to like just watch me for a day you would see these things where they are like the obsessive kind of compulsions to like do certain things. Like when I when I go to lock a door or something, <laughs> sounds crazy. Whenever I describe <laughs> it, it, sounds crazy. But like if I leave the house in the morning, I I shut the door fine and lock it, and then I have to make sure that it's locked. And so I'm like, okay, I just need to double check, and I double check the handle with like a ribbon, to. It. You do it with a and certain like, rhythm. Da, 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 okay, fine. And it like, I have to make sure, and, it, like, if something was to distract me during that rhythm of any kind, I have to start again. The whole routine's fucked. I have to start again. I have to oh, get wait, that routine okay. in there. And it's, like, ridiculous. I've spent far too long, and, like, if I, like, start walking away, and then I think, did I... did I put that... did I unplug that charger? Did I... Yeah, and that like, that's
1: probably oh, like fine. the A, ADHD fine. side. Also, see yeah. this—that's the thing as and well. And that really like,
0: builds and over I'm like, that. Fuck it, I'm gonna go back and do it. But like, there's things that I do. That I think if you watched me, you would see. Oh, and you might not know what it is, but like from what I've learned, lots of them are kind of linked to the OCD side of things. But you would also look at me and be like, "Well, you're so messy. How can you have it? That's not." Not it's it not broke.
1: necessarily related don't, yeah so another like one of my it's... friends has got ocd and to be honest like i hadn't really I, i'm sure i've no i i know people who've got ocd but uh it's not someone who's like spoken about it so openly or discussing actually having a diagnosis of it and i just realized from what they said that um it was like you said, it it's an obsessive compulsive disorder, so it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with cleaning, no. and um, it can, it it's not gonna be so much as straightforward as if you see a rainbow, uh, say like a set of books and they're out of order, it's not oh. necessarily that you're gonna be bothered by that and feel the need to change no. it, but it can be stuff like yeah, like uh, turning the, the light on and off a couple of times or um, it, it, it's specific things isn't it? It doesn't mean that it applies to everything, it's not, it, it's irrational, hence why it's a yeah. disorder I guess
0: Exactly, um, and like thing things that for some people, yes maybe the kind of thing of making sure that your pens ordering. are lined up in a specific way making course, sure that yeah. the house is completely clean, maybe that is a, a genuine thing but it's not for everyone. Um, exactly. So yeah, like you say, like I can look at a, so I can look at my shelf now and see that my books are not in the optimal order that they should be in. And uh, it doesn't really bother me to be honest. I'm fine with that. Um I'm looking at my desk right now. Shit everywhere on it, quite honestly. Fine with that. Yeah, but it,
1: and, if I was yeah. to leave
0: the house right now and go somewhere, I can tell you for a fact that I'd be there doing my routine locking the door.
1: And that as well. So when you were saying about the door thing, I thought, oh, doesn't like I know that I typically double, triple check if the door Mm -hmm. is locked because I can't remember if I've done it or not, which is more like of an ADHD thing. But I don't do it in a certain rhythm. And it's like, yeah, if I do it in a different way each time, I'm not going to be bothered by that. I'm going to go and live my day. So there's Mm. definitely something there which is like obviously affecting you. Um, I think
0: is I think you're right as well when you say there's like overlaps and things. There definitely is. It's not as clear cut. Uh, like you say, you can have the same kind of behaviors, but for different reasons. And I think they definitely um, intersect with each other sometimes to make it even more. Confu- it's really the whole thing is confusing. Very confusing.
1: And I think the other thing as well, because psychologists are so stre- like they're so stretched, especially if you're going through the NHS or something. Yes. Um, it they they go by what you say. So say you so say you go to the psychiatrist now and you've researched a lot about OCD, but say you haven't researched sort of ADHD or um, autism or whatever like else there could be overlaps with um, and or anxiety in in general. Um, and say you go along and you're like oh okay I think I've got OCD because of this this and this the psychiatrist is probably just going to agree with you I imagine mm. and unless they see any like red flags but they're probably going to be more likely to diagnose you with what you've brought to the table mm. instead of looking elsewhere It is especially if like my ADHD assessment I had several forms that had to be filled in by various different people including Chris <laughs> and um and then I had an hour assessment that's Mm. and and the the GP referral which I had to fill in some forms for but like in terms of them being around me that's an hour of their time so like Mm. it's very difficult to go through every different like possible diagnosis so yeah it's like going to the
0: doctor right you have fifteen yeah. minutes when you sit down in front of them or less to or basically 10, yeah. describe to them something. And like if you have something that's quite complex medically and you only have ten minutes to explain it, you'll you're gonna go and try and present the the big things and you've probably looked into it online because we're all guilty of doing it. Yeah. And so you'll be like, I think it's this and they'll probably go, Yeah, that seems to explain it. Good. Uh here's some things, off you go. Because they don't have a choice because they're overworked. You don't have much time. You've come in with an easy answer. As long as it seems kind of sensible to them, there's a very good chance that they might just say, yep, seems to match. Uh, Take the pills. See you in a bit and, and move on because there's not the time to give these things the attention they need. So it's the same with lots of psychological and mental disorders and conditions and illnesses that there's not the time necessarily to go for it, and I think I said before about how, when I had the over-the-phone psychology, uh, psycho... Oh, God. What am I trying to think of? CBC stuff. Um,
1: yeah.
0: When they were like, oh, well, it sounds like you're more affected by the anxiety. And they were convinced that that was what it was, because they'd spoken to me for a bit, and that's how it was, like, seemed to be presenting. Because they were talking to me in that moment. Uh, yeah. But I I was fairly confident and well not I know that that's not true because the depression side of things is there it's just that on that particular day I was feeling particularly anxious if you took to me on yeah. a different day the depression would be there so it's peaks and troughs but I agree that I think diagnosing anything and especially mental mental conditions is um it's it's very difficult to do very difficult to do
1: uh, but it is also, like, so important to get the right diagnosis yes. inside. Like, because I think, so for me, I I think I've been diagnosed with anxiety, I think, oh. when I was in, in first year of uni. Um, and so, I didn't, because when he said that to me, I was like, oh, I didn't realise I had anxiety. Because when I thought of anxiety back then, I thought, thought of it as being someone who's sort of nervous to leave the house Mm. or anxious in social situations or Mm. I thought of like all the stereotypical things and then I didn't think oh yeah I don't leave the house with my headphones because like I just can't deal with people um (laughs) and like I mean now it's more (laughs) obvious yeah (laughs) exactly like I guess I didn't I didn't realize that was the case but I definitely think for me my anxiety is probably caused by adhd instead of it being like yeah a se- separate thing I'm, i don't know i might be wrong but i i know that so many people i'm just talking about like my situation uh but like i know so many people with adhd who get misdiagnosed with uh, anxiety and depression because during burnout it presents as depression um And obviously, like, anxiety is a lot more of an obvious thing to recognise than, Mm. say, ADHD. And I think it's, I I, I said to the doctors, I was like, I know what depression feels like. (laughs) Like, Mm. been there, done that. And it's not that, it's not that. I am, like, there is something different going on right now. Um, It
0: is very important, yeah, to, to fight for these things, actually, sometimes, and to push back. If you feel that they're, if they're misdiagnosing you and like that because
1: yeah I had it's tears with me because I was like I'm waking up every day exhausted but I'm not sad about anything like I don't mm. sit there and think like oh I'm better off dead or like I I don't want to be here or like it's not those thought, thoughts which I see as being depression like uh, it's not. Lack of enjoyment of doing things and stuff like that so much. It's more, I don't have the motivation to do anything. I can't bring myself to do anything. It's not that like I don't want to do them. It's that like I can't. Yeah. Uh, my brain is just shut down and I can't, can't do it. Just not there.
0: So yeah, That's I think it's definitely a weird one.
1: And I, I'm very privileged in the fact that I can verbalise that. I can explain that to somebody. And I think you are similar to me in the fact you're self-aware and you're able to articulate your thoughts and feelings in most situations um and so you can recognize hang on a second this isn't just depression this is anxiety or this is ocd or whatever it is you can i am mostly
0: a... but there's like definitely moments in there where i feel a bit kind of ground down by it all and i almost i i i it's like a brief glimpse into what it would be like if you don't have the ability to fight for yourself that much. In the... So as an example, when they were saying, oh, I think it's just anxiety, I think, in, your, in my mind, there was definitely a sense of, maybe they're right, maybe maybe I'm just crazy, maybe I'm overthinking it, mm-hmm. maybe. And luckily, I, I have the right people around me and, and I have the kind of ability to articulate it, to push back and go, no, you're wrong you're wrong actually that's not but like you say it's 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 definitely a privilege because there are people who for whatever reason can't articulate how they how they feel how they see the world how they experience things they struggle to actually explain that and so they're almost passed around different people because it's like well there's nothing wrong with you whereas you know there's this thing that you have but you can't put into words you're right it is a exactly a privilege definitely
1: and i know it brought like for you it probably feels similar but for me with the actually hearing the words i'm diagnosing you with combined adhd it was like such a relief as like, i haven't made this up yes. and it's the answer to like i can if say pierce and i have had an argument i'll understand like this is why I've reacted in this way, or this is why I'm upset, or like, so, you know, sometimes I'll get really irritated, but it's not because of him. It's because there's lots of noises going on. But actually, going, hang on a second, let me pause, let me think. Okay, this is what is winding me up, and he can't see that that's what's winding me up. Let me yes. just take a moment and and think about that. I'm just using that as an like an obvious example, but for you as well, like. I don't think you're fully there with, like, the diagnoses diagnoses that you want yet, are you?
0: No, I think there's things that I don't know about myself and don't know how to explain, so they're still Uh, there. Do you think... It's not been... It's never... I've never gone through any specific test for OCD in terms of, like, specific questionnaires and things, but through therapy and things, it's been, I guess, unofficially diagnosed, you might say. Uh, Oh, yeah. In the sense that it's not formally been, like, the tests and things, but I, like, the therapists and counsellors and things I've had have have all said, we're pretty sure that you have OCD as well. and that's like, pretty conclusive there, really yeah, isn't it cool. So I kind of t- I just there's lots of things I don't know about my own I think you know the thing I think I struggle most with mental kind of things and psycho uh neurodiverse kind of City. things is
1: Yeah
0: it's very difficult to ultimately it relies on me knowing the words to be able to articulate it and it, yes. and I don't always know the words to say and I don't necessarily know what it feels like to be I know what it feels like to be depressed for me I know what it feels like yes. to be anxious for me I know what it feels like to have these obsessive compulsive behaviors for me however that's for me personally and so in the same way that I can't I can never really look at anyone else and go you're depressed uh, I can't really do that because I don't know what that's like for anyone outside of my own head. There's definitely things you can recognise, and I can yeah. say, oh, well, it sounds like this, but that's fine. So, I only know what's inside my own head, and sometimes it can seem that one thing seems to explain everything. Um, yeah. And then you don't realise the kind of intersecting things under the surface that like the OCD side of things, I think, is somewhat masked to an extent or kind of comes under the anxiety thing and so it's never really been addressed because it's like oh it just must be anxiety actually maybe there's more to it than that um i'm definitely not there in the sense of i don't there's things i definitely don't understand or know about myself yet but it's 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 a process you know, it's a, it's a process. It's the same as with you with the ADHD side of things. Like, it it takes time, I guess, to be able to to start understanding and approaching and dealing and all of these things. These things, um, and and it can take years to to get there with it. So, it's a long, slow road.
1: I completely like understand where you're coming from with that because i know prior to my diagnosis that i genuinely like i didn't feel like i could you know i would always say oh yeah undiagnosed adhd or like to you but like i don't think i wouldn't say to like my family or anyone like it just felt like kind of dirty and kind of awkward because you don't, you just, the the biggest fear would be for someone to turn around and go, well, have you been diagnosed? Like, who said that? Like, you just, uh, and that's so awkward. But then as soon as, literally on the night of getting diagnosed, I thought about it and I was like, so I have thought I've had ADHD since I was 18. But I related when I was younger, I watched a Super Nanny episode of a kid with ADHD and I thought, yeah. I get I get you I feel this way I get you but like just it just sat in the, on the back but i never really thought too much about it and then at 18 one of my friends got diagnosed with ADHD and I was like they had also been diagnosed with dyslexia um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: before me uh, and then I was like oh actually this makes sense and then another friend got diagnosed with ADHD and I was like oh yeah I'm also similar to them mm-hmm. and <laughs> And then I, but like, so the, and up until the diagnosis, I'd spent six years thinking I had it, knowing I had it, but without having the validation and being scared to communicate the struggles I was having with people because of a lack of diagnosis that wasn't accessible to me because I didn't have the money to get a diagnosis and I didn't have the, support in going in through the NHS path because I think you have mm. to have a good support system to push and fight for a diagnosis mm. and I just didn't have that
0: yeah, and I, I was actually just thinking about your um what you were saying about they say so, I I have it in my calendar um I was officially diagnosed with depression anxiety on <laughs> 24th of January 2018 but well I'm not going to sit here and say that that's when my depression started Started. I think Look, of there course it was. for so much longer. That's just when it got diagnosed. And I think, yeah, okay, we did joke about it a lot growing up. But actually, we did,
1: yeah.
0: Like, it was there. It was there, and I just didn't have the words to articulate it at the time and things. But if I had, if I'd actually, I. It's like you is that if I'd had the confidence to actually to to call it what it was and to try and get then things maybe would have been different in some way Um, but you do need that support system and when you especially when you're growing up you you know you're just like oh I'm just sad I'm just whatever I'm just growing up it's just how it happens yeah part of me is quite constantly annoyed it's like oh you fool why didn't you do something sooner I did it ultimately at the time that I guess was right because it was the time where I felt able to finally explore this stuff um
1: exactly yeah you you do it as early as you physically can do it I think that's the the truth of it that's
0: the thing it's never too early and it's never too late either yeah Um, and if
1: someone says to you when you're a teenager you've got like chronic depression or something or like whatever some some serious thing you could then think oh the rest of my life's going to be like that yeah that because you don't have the sort of life experience to realize that you know there will still
0: be moments where it doesn't take over your life where you do have highlights on that point actually about life experience not this is not an attack on you but like when you're talking to people about it that in your life and you're like, I'm really struggling with this, that, and the other. And people still do it now. And it makes me quite angry when you you tell people things and they're like, oh, but you're still so young. You know, you're still so young. You don't really know what that's like yet. And it's a bit yeah. like, fuck off do I not know what it's like. <laughs> I absolutely know what it's like. I'm living it. I'm absolutely yeah. here living it. You don't fucking know You who are you to sit there and say, well, I live longer than you have, and I get sad sometimes. And it's it's like, <laughs> okay, well, first of all, it's not just getting sad. Secondly, if you feel that you have something on this level, then go and you know seek get support out. yourself. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go and get that diagnosis. Let's go do this stuff. You don't have to be struggling alone. It's not actually a necessary thing to be struggling no. through. The amount of people that you're going to say, well, I get depressed sometimes, but I just carry on. Like, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't That's need to, no. That's essential. That's ridiculous. That's... Maybe that was the case, when, you... but you don't have to do that anymore. There are these wait lists. There are these things, but there is actually the recognition at the end that there is this thing, and you can deal with it in so many different ways. But don't invalidate someone else's opinion just because you decide that they're too... Young or whatever to understand it—that's just bullshit. And I will never, I will never accept it. Nor will I ever feel comfortable saying that to someone else. Like, oh, you're just, know, you're just a teenager. You don't understand. When you grow up, you'll you'll know what it feels like to be depressed. Like, take that kind of attitude and put it in the bin. Ideally, yes. I'm not here for it. Agreed. I'm not here for it at all. And also, one more thing. Um. You mentioned about stereotypes before about these things like with OCD. Yeah, I have a friend who I met through streaming again. It's always streaming I mention, um, mm-hmm. called Lee, and they have diso- dis dissociative identity disorder, which is what DID. Previously, yeah. we would have co- like people would have called multiple personality disorder or split personality disorder, whatever. Um, the like official name is Dissociative Identity Disorder, D.I.D. Um, and I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm an expert, but there's a lot of dangerous stereotypes that exist around it, like, <laughs> that yes. I don't think I was even aware of some of them, but actually when you read them it's kind of insane. So, like, I've looked into it, and it's like here's one. Uh, people with Dissociative Identity Disorder are violent. That's the myth. <laughs> and it's like no, actually there's no evidence of that whatsoever. It's this common thing in like films and things that's like it's like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing, right? Like, oh, they've got the bad personality and that's violent. I think it's like that's not really a helpful stereotype to have. And that's not no. accurate in any way, shape, or form. That's just ridiculous. Um, and there's lots of these different things in there these different myths that i i don't really have the right words or understanding to to explain it but there's a lot of unhelpful stereotypes about mental illness that actually don't let yourself be prevented from looking into things because for example if you think that you have certain symptoms and things of ocd but you're quite a messy person don't let yourself be invalidated because oh I can't I don't put pens in a straight line on my desk. <laughs> therefore there's no way I have it. Like no 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 no. Don't let that stereotype stop you because that's not representative of everyone. Some people have that, some people don't. It it presents in different ways. It, like it just try your best and th- there's another one here actually um Researchers have found, on average, a person will receive up to four incorrect diagnoses before being accurately diagnosed with DID. A person may spend 12 or more years in the system before this correct diagnosis Jesus is given. Jesus
2: Christ. It's crazy. Yeah, that's all this, cool. It
0: comes back to what you said. You, it's a privilege to be able to articulate these things and to have the words for it. And we were very lucky in that respect. But I guess if you don't, you know, I hope that you have people around you that can help you articulate it and support you in that and and have people there who can can fight and push back a bit and help you not just accept like with the ADHD thing, you know, I've heard from you and other people about how men and women are treated differently and because ADHD is understood as more of a male thing it's not really understood in females because it presents differently, this kind of thing Having someone there who can fight your corner and be a bit like, no, no, don't, don't try and palm them off. Yeah. Here's the thing. It is, it's, it's important. So, be, uh 100%. if you if you have these things, I hope you have the words, and if you don't have the words, um, you can always check the NHS
1: website because like loads that's of resources what that I used. I mean, yeah. like, the NHS website is you know, is somewhat limited because obviously they're like, if you are experiencing symptoms, go and see the GP no. and talk to the GP. Nice. But, like, it it gives you, like, an outline, so then if you are experiencing those symptoms, then talk it through the GP. Like, that's kind like of... it
0: Talk it through people. Good. And if you... If it would help you, don't feel like you can't take people... You know, ask people and see if someone will come with you that you trust that can come to an appointment with you and sit there and And advocate for you, Um, like with, um, you were saying with you and Piers before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the insomnia thing where... Insomnia, Insomnia, I mean, I do it
1: for everything really now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's that thing of having someone in a room that can not talk for you, but be there to support you and back you up and advocate when it feels like, you know, you're on a losing battle. It's really important and it's so useful to have. And it's a privilege as well, I understand that definitely see if you 100%. can find these people who can who can be there to
1: be... we'll come with you <laughs>
0: yeah i mean <laughs> in some cases that might be more difficult but you know if we're if we're uh, nearby let us know i don't we'll think advocate. i'll be able
1: to fly to india or germany no. or <laughs> no, no,
0: no no no
1: but you know the thought is there <laughs> Face then again I'm yeah if,
0: never know never say never. No, schedule it right i'll nearby. combine it for holiday oh yes take off and advocate for someone's mental health oh my goodness that sounds wonderful oh should oh, we, gotta look we move to sorry. the
1: music section yeah sorry i
0: got very into that didn't i
1: oh no i realized that i looked at the clock and it was like uh i don't know eight minutes past one and then i next looked at it and i was still talking and it was like eight minutes past two and i was like whoops
0: if that helps you, mean... you weren't literally just talking for an hour that I was just <laughs> talking. So don't don't stress.
1: Sometimes I feel like we take turns at like I I felt like I was talking so much this episode, but like then sometimes you said, Oh, I was talking loads last episode or like We just like it, it works out, I think,
0: hopefully. I think it averages out and I also think that both of us probably overestimate how much the other person um the other person has talks relative to us. Maybe,
1: yeah, that probably is true.
0: There's probably Um, some guilt
1: in there somewhere. Yeah, that definitely sounds about right. I'm probably just going to go in order because I'm a basic bitch. Um, So, this is Why by Paramore. Mm. Genuinely, if I hadn't seen that it was Paramore, I don't think I would have guessed until I heard Hayley Williams' voice properly. Because it's a very different vibe. Yeah, like, to what I was... Like expecting but i'm guessing like it's 15 years or something since the songs that i used to listen to no mm. maybe not 15 years i don't know 10 years something like that since like misery business and still into you and only exception all of that or all of the, the golden era yeah but this was like grown and just lovely mm. I, um,
0: I i i 100 agree with you actually on the, the kind of i have this idea in my mind of what paramore are um which is purely Ta-pa-pun. based on what they were when i grew up yeah um,
2: you
0: know they've been around they've been around since 2004 you know and to an extent my brain is like yeah it, it's in that old kind of thing of like you say mystery business um all this kind of stuff um so i have my you have that stereotypical idea in your mind of what they are. This does not sound like that stereotypical thing I have in my brain. But I fucking love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, like... It's, it's... <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, you're Sorry. waiting
0: for me to say something more. Right? I was
1: do- yeah, that, and I was doing maths in my head because Misery Business was released in 2007 and I'd said yes. like 15 years and I was like, that is 15 years
0: pretty much spot on done
1: yeah um yeah no like exactly i think i've i've said this before like hayley williams has definitely got one of the best voices of this of our generation i would say like hands down she's just like wonderful and um it is different but it it it's still like wonderful Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: expecting absolutely. Me to yes. Something more than <laughs> <laughs> we're both doing it. It's terrible. I think what I what I love about Paramount is that they're very, and they always are very upfront, hearts on the sleeve. Like this is how I feel. Yeah, they've always like hit these things dead on. They don't often kind of like hide, and and that's really quite special. And they do it really well you can definitely relate to a lot of it and you can feel things when you listen to them. And I think they've always mastered that. And like you say, Hayley Williams has always been really good. Her voice really gives something to that. Um, and I love, so I really lyrically, lyrically. It, it's not too much to it, but um, what it is, I love how the first bit, if you have an opinion, maybe you should shove it. Or maybe you could scream it. <laughs> Might be best to keep it to yourself. And I, I love that because I've spent you know, time recently looking at Twitter and things. And you realise how ground down you can get by other oh, people's yeah. opinions and thoughts and things. And how often you come across things. Like you say you're this person, you, this thing that yes. made you angry. Like, you're just like, what the fuck? How how have you gone to this conclusion on this thing? How are you so far... You know, why are you all being so mean to each other about these things? And, it, like, it really... Oh, man. It, it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. in It it drives it. And even in the chorus, uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually looked at lyrics and I was like, Oh, she's going to think this is a sign or something. This is why I don't leave the house um yeah it's a common thing i think for lots of people regardless of whether you know me or not where the outside world can feel so very overwhelming that you're like oh i just want to stay inside actually i just want to stay inside because i can't deal with other people's stuff and maybe that means physically i don't want to leave the house or maybe that means like in the online sense of i'm just not going to look at social media because it will only upset me Um, yeah other people's thoughts and feelings on things that lots of the time you don't need to know actually you don't have to know what everyone's thinking about everything and it's not helpful to you um, Yeah, I just think Paramore always and again here they've nailed the whole it's instantly relatable understandable and the music that they have that goes with that is like such a good vibe it's I think the chorus possibly is slightly more Paramore esque.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, guess, yeah, I get there. that.
0: It's a little bit, but it's 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 definitely a more mature sound. They've like Haley
1: Williams is still doing like vocal leaps and stuff like that that are very sort of her style. Um, but even that then,
0: with her, and there's lots of it that's more mature in her. her you can tell that they are older than they were that they've been through things and come out the other yeah. side and they've refined certain things and the, are it, it's it's definitely a more grown-up kind of thing but it's like yeah. the right time for that
1: yeah definitely and like you know there's little t- like t- not tweaks like little elements like the little funky bass going on somewhere. yeah just it's, it's nice and Refreshing, I, I would agree. say. It's do the you paramour
0: it? you know and love, but they're a little bit more grown up again.
1: They are mature musicians. <laughs> no, that makes mm. it sound like I'm aging them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I was thinking. I was like, oh god. Uh, you know, like
1: mature student. That was what I
0: was. Thinking yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Oh, I could just get an order, but do I? Um gonna fuck me up. Well, let's start with the It's Been So Long uh, by K-Flay, and it's the Pluko remix. Is it Pluko?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's quite fun, isn't it?
0: It, It's very fun.
1: It's It's just like... It's it's like kind of clubby, but not like... Not like clubby, if you get
0: what I mean. Yes, I I get exactly (laughs) what you mean.
1: You can definitely bop oh is is it a bop is it a vibe what 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 do i go with bop vibe and banger banger i'd say bop
0: i'd say bop. it's just yeah
1: like you kind of want to let your hair down and dance in the kitchen kind of that's Mm. where i'm at with it um Mm. i don't like really have any sort of deep insights other than it's just like a very like fun light song to just enjoy like that is it, my yeah. two cents on it
0: i i would say it's got a lot of energy to it it's got a lot of drive to it, it it's definitely a i could kind of see myself doing a run to this if i was still doing running
1: um, <laughs> if i still enjoyed
0: <laughs> if i enjoyed physical activity um no, I could see myself definitely doing a little, a little run to this. It's definitely got that kind of good vibes. It definitely made me want to like do a little dance as I was getting ready for the podcast this morning.
1: Um, I like wasn't expecting this from K-Flay either because so no. I was obsessed with Blood in the Cut years um, years ago. I'd like first year of uni, I think, or maybe yeah. sixth form, some something like that. I used to love that song. Uh, not that I don't anymore, just haven't listened to it in a while um, yeah. and it's just a very different style um, mm. that's quite like aggressive, indie, pop gal yes. banger, whereas this is more like yeah, dance in the kitchen more commercial um, yeah I don't know that's is, and I don't know
0: the original song so I don't know how that compares to the remix um do you know the original song?
1: This? Oh, no, not for this.
0: No, um, I don't know. But.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll have to... I mean, to the vibe the, the I get a... from this
0: remix, I think it's a really well done remix, regardless of a I know the song or not. I think it sounds... Yeah, nice and... it it, it Commercial in a good sense, I agree. It's, it's not... I don't mean that as an insult. I mean it as a... It's quite mainstream. I can see lots of people vibing to this.
1: Mm. Um, yeah.
0: And that's, that's definitely a good thing. It, 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 it works. It's a good, it's a good bop.
1: And also a side note, Someone wrong.
0: asked me to define something as a bop vibe or banger the other day. And I was like, I don't know how that really? would define this particular song. I'm going to try and find the song for you. Because I was like, I okay. have not a fucking clue how she would define this.
1: Like, I think of Sigrid as bops. Yeah. Then, uh, did I say Sigrid's? Did I say plural?
0: I don't think you did.
1: Okay, in my head I was like, did I just say Sigrid's?
0: <laughs> I'll listen back to it and see. I'll see in the, in the edit, we'll see. <laughs> uh,
1: but I think of, like, cigarette songs as bops. I think of, like, anything that's kind of verging on club music as normally a vibe or if it's maybe, like, reggae or a bit, like, Uh, soulful or just sort of makes you feel things (laughs) it's like a vibe and then a banger is like you want to have that in your car and you want to scream along to it that's
0: that's like
1: where my head is at I
0: feel like somehow I'm more confused by bop and vibe than I was a minute ago
1: yeah same now All
0: right, I've I I realized like for me this is personal. Uh a bop <laughs> is something that's like more upbeat and a vibe okay. is not necessarily it can be something yes. that maybe it's okay. like laid back maybe it's just like a piano or like it's not got like the drive to it but it still makes you feel things it still makes you emote. Yes. And a bop so... might not make you emote but it might make you just want to dance and like
1: yes okay i i stick with your definitions that works better yeah that is i don't know how i feel about that
0: i feel like i've broken something
1: no 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 i think that's kind of like what we've applied before and that makes more sense yeah i'm i'm with you
0: (laughs) slowly Um, but surely we're making the bop vibe banger classification more we should
1: rename the playlist bop vibe banger
0: (laughs) yes that's such a good idea
1: yeah, I, but, sometimes yes. I do that.
0: Jesus. Okay,
1: I will mix up, and I'll go with I Like The Spectacle.
0: Unexpected.
1: This, okay. this was, like, driving me insane, because I was like, this sounds like someone I know. And I don't know if it's the editors, but it could be the editors. But then oh. I was thinking about it, and I swear the editors are from Birmingham, and I looked at I looked it up and these guys are from Leeds. so how would they sound similar when they've got diff- they'd have different accents? Yeah, I know the sound and I just couldn't put a finger on it. Is there, did they have a similar effect with you?
0: Yeah there's still this song at the very start there's a I cannot place it for the life of me and one day I'll find it and it just reminds me so vividly of another song um, but for reasons that I cannot work out. So, one day it will come back to me um, <gasps> Yeah, Worked it out
1: Sports team, I think Sports team, here's the thing Check that out I think it might be that
0: Alright, whilst I'm checking it out Do you want to tell me what you thought of the song?
1: <laughs> I'm so disheartened Right, I'm going to get the lyrics up um, Jesus, this is deeper than I thought it was Sorry, just so, like, everyone's in the loop with what I'm reading. Um, All for the love of God and cash in hand payments An insane one-line question for engagement you can. Uh, It goes on to say, like, uh, because God loves a winner. Like, ooh, that's quite... It's a
0: good thing I didn't send you the video for this. (laughs)
1: No, I I haven't seen the video.
0: I will... um i'll send it to you now and maybe you want to just like skim through it might be interesting to you um okay there you go. i put it in the discord um oh god oh it's, jesus that's loud it's definitely Sorry. got a lot of like anger there you know
1: yeah i guess i think what probably happened was when i was list- i listened to it a couple of times but like i just sometimes get so caught up on one aspect that i like ignore
0: no, I. Bear in like mind,
1: I've, I've done two degrees of music. I should be able to fucking separate. No, I
0: like that. I feel like we bring different parts to this. It's it's always good. What what was the bit? Was I, the bit you focused on the fact it sounded like the editors?
1: Wait, well, it it not even just the editors, but it just sounded like a band I knew. Not that like, it just had something in it that was so similar. The voice, the accent, something was just killing me, and I just couldn't like. Work out. I'm now. I've. have said. Did you listen to the sports team song?
0: I did. I just listened to it. I do hear a bit of that. Definitely.
1: A bit of it. Yeah. I didn't, Yeah. This
0: It's still not the one I'm thinking of. But I don't know what the one I'm thinking of is.
1: I'm watching this video. It's quite crazy.
0: <laughs> it's um. Well, it's, okay. So I found it a few possibly before the new year. Actually, it was the same time I found the uh Kid Capici Bob Villa oh, yeah. song that we talked about. Um oh, yeah. I think at the time I was feeling just particularly like I was just looking for angry things. I was feeling like I needed to like get some anger and I needed something that was angry and also political and this fit the bill very well. Um I lo- I really like their music in general, actually. I've listened to a lot more of it. Um it's very, I think you can go definitely two ways. And if you don't really listen to the lyrics, like, <laughs> musically, <laughs> I think it's very interesting. I think there's a lot yeah. to like enjoy about the sounds that they use and they kind of everything. And the fact that they kind of lead, I'm going to say singer, even though it's more of like a a spoken thing rather than like singing per se. But like i'm I'm gonna say it. I think his voice yeah. is like I find it really interesting actually, and i I enjoy the like it just adds this good layer, the whole thing works very well if you listen to it lyrically, um it's very relatable to someone who's constantly angry about the state of fucking politics and things, um yeah, and can have a good like anger about it, um, and their videos are kind of like such like art. Peace, kind of thing um i just I, I i think they're really awesome actually i really enjoy their music um mm. i like the what is that um we've been so preoccupied with what one man who lived 2000 years ago would say or do in any given situation <laughs> which i really fucking like because i'm like i know there are people who are like well you know like such and such would never do that. It's like, yeah, but they didn't have iPhones or coronavirus, yeah. so, like, maybe fuck off and let's let's try and be a bit is more inventive. And... What is it? Uh, they carve it in stone, they take it as red, and the public gets what the public expects to get. Um, which I think is probably true for a lot of things, and that I think we all have this or we can often open this expectation of, I deserve bad things to to happen to me, or I I have to be I have to stay in a certain situation because this is how it always will be, and this is how you know life has to be. Or think about the depression thing we're talking about and how people are like, well, I I've, I've always been sad, so just get over it. And it's like, yeah no, you don't, you can have so much more than that, it can be better than that, it can actually it doesn't have to be that way, if you're determined to see the world only as a continuation of what's already happened, then yeah, things are going to be shit, because you're just expecting it will stay that way, if you try to actually push for things to be better if you actually step outside of that thing and like Don't just accept everything as being it is what it is, and we should never change anything. Then, then you can change things. Things can be better. Um, I don't. I've not explained that really badly,
1: but no, 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 That completely makes sense. It's yeah. Like if you you convince yourself that nothing's ever gonna get better, then like
0: there's a good chance it will forever stay that way. You know, like you're kind of condemning yourself to like if I convince myself that worsening. my desk is always going to be messy and <laughs> consequently I never tidy my desk then it is true yeah. that what will happen in the end is that my desk is still messy exactly but if i yeah and i try and improve that well, there's a very good chance that it will be less messy because i'm you know, changing it i
1: think with this song as well like just as a whole with sort of political musicians <laughs> political bands it's so mm-hmm it's so impressive that you're you're able to convey your your thoughts musically and still do it in an in a musical way in an interesting way instead of it being like you know because you can do poetry or you can do you can write but putting it to music and still having it as being something that's interesting without the lyrics is is great like i think that's really impressive and i
0: agree um, Yeah. I think not all music has to say something. Some music can just be pop, bops, throwaway stuff, and that's fine. And I also love it when a song is really deep and has lots of things to it. Um, There's a place for it all, and I love it all. And I'll hit you up with another song.
1: Yeah, you do that. Uh,
0: Well, if you mix it up, I'll mix it up. So let's go for Sick by Emerald Osagi. Her voice? I definitely said that wrong, but I'm gonna stick with it Yes, her voice Oh, man oh, oh, oh. This song um, is beautiful, actually oh.
1: Yeah, this is the thing, like, so I heard her on TikTok um, I think I heard, like, five seconds of her voice She was writing mm. a song I heard, like, five seconds like Oh, I'm in love, I'm in love mm um and that was what I was like I I just need I just need to hear your your like voice I just need to hear more of it and then I was like this music is so well put together and just timeless I think that's like one of the big Mm. things that gets me with it is you could you could tell me this came out 20 years ago or whenever and I would believe you like it's but then it's like modern production and stuff, but it's something that's going to age
0: well. It's just... absolutely. Oh. I think oh. if you were to... If you were to take the voice and like, if you were to... So obviously, like you say, the production is very modern. If you were to try and like do it in a older style and maybe like use more, whatever, like change the instruments up and use more like real instruments, I don't know what I'm trying to say but yeah it would it would you could definitely be convinced that this could have been made 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago like yeah it just like it just the voice itself is such that it would it would work in all of those things i feel like she could honestly like sing me to sleep and i'd be like comforted you know i feel like just like Mm -hmm. singing i'm like oh i feel okay i feel like, and
1: and that, the weird thing is the lyrics do not reflect the <laughs> vibe it's putting out like I was, I was like listening to this in the bath and I was like oh it's so relaxing and then it's like oh actually this is a little bit depressing yeah. <laughs> like I mean it's not because it's like reflective I'm guessing on a past relationship is that what vibe you were getting um
0: I think story, so. yeah a I story of it's... us
1: as a fiction Not yeah that would suggest that it's a relationship
0: yeah.
1: uh, that you know someone's mistreated her lied, betrayed, like all of these things um, and she kept quiet, she kept her head down and now I think that she's out of that situation she's able to, this is providing that this is a true story uh, she's then able to write about that and use her music to I guess heal I do that that's maybe
0: yeah I can see and that sh- sure and I
1: like the shame of how did I let myself get treated that way yes why did I stay quiet like how there's that, a little bit of like anger in the lyrics you wouldn't yes. it, it's so beautiful that you don't hear that but then you can hear it through the words which I think absolutely is... <sighs> it's just it's just such a oh, to this song. Um, I'm 100%, 100%, though, I one hundred <laughs> And I, I, t- I think she kind of reminds me a bit of Nora Jones.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: Um, where, yeah, she could be singing about anything, and you still are just like sort of mesmerized.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also I think a little bit as well. Um, is it Celeste? Do you know Celeste?
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Same same kind of feel. Same kind of feel I find. That yeah. kind of voice that definitely is. Yeah, and I one hundred percent get you. I, I I think the um it's very oh, I think we've all been there to an extent. We've said it before, that like I wrote this story of us as a fiction novel, it's anticipating it to be reality and all the time I had the wrong pieces to our puzzle and that's just not what I thought it would be. Like everyone's had that thing of being blinded to someone's real true colors, if you will, and kind of swept away in the idea of them, in the idea of the relationship in the idea of what it could be that you, you know, you see all the red flags, but you're, you know, you don't see them. And then it's only later down the line, as things start to wear off that you're suddenly like, oh, shit. There's so much that's wrong here. But I was so blind to it because the idea of this, the idea of how good it could be was so seductive that you're, you don't, you don't see it for what it is. Um, yes. And it does. It makes you angry when she's singing, you mistreated me, you lied to me, betrayed and stole my confidence. And it's like, what the fuck? Who did, Like It makes people want to be like, who did this to you? Tell us and we'll go and destroy yeah, them.
1: we'll go. Like, and, what yeah.
0: the hell? Um, you're a sweetie pie, so
1: we're gonna yes. go and break their kneecaps for you. Exactly
0: that. <laughs> exactly that. It's so. It's it, it it really. You feel it. It's this is a vibe. There you go. That's how I'm. This is definitely exactly. a vibe. Exactly, that is in a that vibe. Thing of you feel it. Yeah. You're emoting with it, and it's so beautiful, but so sad and heartbreaking at the same time.
1: And so she's got a, a few other songs out. Um, however, from what I've seen on TikTok, she is working on a lot of other songs that she's gonna hopefully release. So definitely, and she's she's upcoming. Like you know, uh, how many? So she's got she's got a she She's got eleven thousand monthly listeners, which is
2: good going.
1: Um, but she is one to watch out for. I think she's gonna well, hit the big time, make the big time. I am sure her.
0: that we will talk about her again in that case. Again.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. I, like, I have my little spidey senses about her.
0: Um, yeah. I trust your spidey senses. They're usually ring.
1: With these, yeah. That is, like, my little... I tend to... Like, look at Katie Baser, for example. I know. Bloody hell. It, it. You can't... You cannot... Yeah um or tom Grennan, or yeah anyway um right moving on who have i got to give to you to hit you up with oh you've got one song left Mm -hmm. uh the the grand optimist by city and color um yeah sorry so i put down what did i put down sorry i have my notes on the side the vocals kind of similar to nothing but thieves and hosier do you get that?
0: oh i see that okay yeah
1: um
0: yeah definitely more of the vocals with nothing but thieves don't come into this expect- uh, and I get oh
1: heavy. oh yeah vocal like connor connor what's his name i've done this before i can never remember his last name but connor oh, uh yes. for nothing that yeah i think a, a, a I hybrid Vocally, nothing but thieves and hosier. It's like a very like gentle acoustic guitar. And then I think in the chorus, you've got a little bit more going on. There's a bit more like dissonance. Is it like an old piano Mm. or something that comes in? Mm. Um, And yeah, I I think it's very simple. The structure of the song and the instrumentation. But I think it works in a similar way to say hosier where it's like, i think well i think hosier tends to go a little bit more ham on the instrumentation production um but sometimes you need the like the minimalistic approach as well Uh, and i think this is just like a very lovely example of that there you go that's (laughs) why
0: i i agree and i think um People might know; they might not listen to this and that. But if you listen to um, "The Girl" also by City, is it same band? Um, if you listen to that, you'll probably know that song. Lots of people will definitely probably know that song. Um, I find it again. This isn't one of those ones that's very like. It's odd where I put it in a playlist, I guess, because it's like surrounded by different. All of my songs are quite different this week. But, um, oh, it's
1: good to have that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I agree. I th- it is.
1: I like the um, is it oxymoron? Where it,
0: where it's, where it's um, saying. Yeah, like. A oh no! Like juxtaposition. A
1: juxtaposition. There you go. Yeah. We're so in sync.
0: What's mm-hmm, oxymoron?
1: Mm-hmm. Why was I thinking um,
0: of that? I think it's similar, but I can't remember.
1: But like the first I don't know if it it is I love I love the like I'm a jack of all trades who's a master at none because I definitely feel like that sometimes I'm sure you'll relate to like being able to play lots of different instruments but then not actually being like yes particularly amazing at any of them like (laughs) so it feels kind of meh you know
0: for the English lesson for you, um, a juxtaposition <laughs> is like just like two things, ideas, words, phrases, whatever that contradicts each other. An oxymoron is specifically within the same sentence. Okay. Um, I I I I I really like this. I I like the it's not too long a song in lyrically. Um, it's definitely another one that you can kind of get lost in and just kind of switch off and Yeah. And and and, and vibe for a bit. Um it's yeah, I I just find the whole that vibe of just there, of your guitar just like playing away. It, it kind of works in so many different environments, right? Like Yeah. You can imagine playing it by the sea or like on a rainy day at home or like a sunny day and like you can just imagine there's so many different places you can imagine it and feel it and, and vibe with it. Um definitely. And I find it also very relatable, the kind of like mm. the idea of having someone who not my father, not not you, know, but like <laughs> someone who is opt like the grand optimist, the person who looks at it and sees always the you know tomorrow will be a, a better day tomorrow it's a one day thing it none of this will last forever being that <laughs> and then no absolutely not um, and then <laughs> in contrast to that you have people who are like definitely a lot more negative and I, I i get that vibe definitely are people i speak to where they're like constantly positive constantly optimistic and i often yeah. can be there a bit more pessimistic and it's 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 a it's a a strange feeling sometimes to be you can't help but feel a bit guilty as someone who's more pessimistic because i think you like the idea of the hope this person has but you just can't ever see it being a reality
1: i don't think people Um. are born pessimistic i think that people tend to be born either realistic or optimistic and then the world wears them down and then.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I actually heard it said once that I, one of my, uh, therapists was said, it wasn't, I wasn't pessimistic, I was idealistic, in a sense. Idealistic,
1: yeah. And then people actually, I had
0: a lot of good ideas about how things should be or could be, and it's it's the fact that reality doesn't match that, which is what it brings me back down because. I constantly have a very clear idea of how things could be better, how things should be better, how they would be if I did it. Um and then when it doesn't work out like that, I'm a bit like Well, fuck, you know, this is shit yeah. in comparison. Um anyway, that's a little insight into my brain now at the same time. I love the song. <laughs> oh and yeah.
1: I forgot we were I talking will about the song. Oopsies. Thank
0: you to my friend Passy for showing me this one. Uh, you are a good person very nice loved it all right can we hit you up (laughs) yes before i start rambling it's gonna
1: be a nice big surprise
0: now this song uh hard days love by lily moore
1: yes this song wow you like it
0: i love it so I love it
1: have I have I talked about Lily Moore on the podcast before?
0: We have talked about Lily Moore a while ago, I believe. Um, Do
1: you know any significance of Lily Moore from what I've said, if you remember anything? Because I don't know if I've said it or not to you. Uh...
0: No. No, I don't. Okay.
1: So, Lily Moore did a cover of God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. And that's going to okay. be mine and Pierce's first dance it's gonna be our wedding
0: song
1: because I heard it and I was like fuck me I love Lily more and then I was like oh well I know who loves the Beach Boys <laughs> I know who went to New York to go and see the Beach Boys and I thought this is like the perfect like not that I, I like the Beach Boys too right? <laughs> yeah but Pierce but Pierce loves the Beach Boys so like I was like this is this is a perfect combination and like But anyway, like, I I loved Lily more before that, but I think her her songs, like, tend to be quite um, dark, beautiful, heartbreaking. So, yeah, so, like, the God Only Knows cover was actually quite, like, it was good because it was something that could be not
2: sad
1: <laughs> yeah um right hard days up sorry that was a really weird tangent no um, i enjoyed it right did this song did you pick up on the backing vocals by any chance
0: oh um
1: sorry there's a really no i testing don't you think i did okay so i think it's vocals. in this vocals. In wh- um let me just listen yeah, so I don't know if it's sampled or if it's just very similar to Monster, uh Rihanna Rihanna and Eminem M em- <laughs> that like God uh to the head, but the backing oh, okay, of I that, that.
2: Yeah, yeah. are the
1: same as this. I think it's the I same notes that. and it was driving me nuts because I was like there's something there's something similar in this and then uh, yeah I worked it out uh thankfully just before the podcast I <laughs> suddenly I was in the bath and I went I know what song it is uh because that was gonna irritate me for the rest of my life if I didn't work it out so I don't know if it's a sample um I don't
0: but, know yeah. I, I hadn't actually I hadn't heard that
1: um it... but it's maybe. Just, i think it was quite nice because that's like to lily moore i believe is our age um and it it to me it's like a little nod to our childhood does that sound yeah like, re- i don't know it might not be as deep as that it might just be that that was the backing vocals that like worked with that key and i don't know but i just thought it might be a little nod it might be a little like deeper yeah you know, absolutely.
0: Uh, easter egg i um,
1: feel
0: is this how you feel when i start saying something and you're like oh i'd not thought of that
1: yeah but yeah i guess
0: so <laughs> I, don't, I just I, like, like I, I i i yes you're so right i just had not thought of that at all and i'm like oh yeah
1: it's I, It's things yeah. like that that just when you work it out in your brain, like it just sees such an itch. oh God, I almost started twitching then um, yeah, like I don't know. it just started, oh God, I've got a little brain itch, sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was fine, it's good,
1: yeah, sorry, I oh, right, in
0: the background. is that what it is? No? It must be my computer, uh, fan. No, I was. I had something like beeping earlier, and I was like, "Is that a phone ringing?" Oh. And then beeping. And maybe. Yeah. Oh. I was like No. Oh. Maybe I'm because I've got
1: my headphones in. I might. Not... It might be. It might be Timmy the Hoover. Yeah. The ro The robot Hoover.
0: Maybe I'm imagining it. I don't know. I could be imagining it. Look, this song. I love it. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's the one i love it i think it's really good i th- I love her voice again it's really I, I think you're right i think she is the same age as us and i can never really get my head around that because... she
1: seems so mature like she seems yes. so wise like this song she also sounds like miley cyrus in the song which i've never noticed before
0: i, yeah, don't, know I don't know if it's just if that
1: i don't so if you're, like, obsessed with Miley Cyrus' Flowers right now, uh, which, like, good song is doing my fucking nut in because I can't escape it. Um, try this. Try listening to this instead. Sorry. I, I love Miley Cyrus, and it's a great song, but, like,
0: fucking There's, hell. like, a little bit in there. The, it almost feels a bit... Um, almost Amy Winehouse kind of vibes. Um, yeah, I've voice. thought Amy
1: Winehouse before. It's the texture, it's a, it's yeah. a little bit of rasp
0: and, yeah. yeah,
1: and that her accent comes through in her singing which I think a lot of people tend to shy away of. Mm. Um, But I think we are so used to hearing female vocals uh, that are very soft and very, like, innocent, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, like very just, I don't know, clean. That's the word I was thinking, it's like, it's mm-hmm. the opposite to distortion, very clean vocals. And so as soon as someone's got a little bit of texture in their voice, like a woman, oh, I'm like, oh, yes, mm.
0: yes. I mean, yeah, um, definitely. You always wear that little bit of rasp in there. I just like, oh, nice.
1: Yes. And just because I like, I mean, obviously, I'm sick now, so I've probably got like a bit of texture to my voice. But I know no matter how hard I try, I cannot get a fucking rasp i cannot get texture to my voice so i appreciate that because i know mm. i appreciate that in other people because i just think mm. that's you know i guess you're born with it or you're not but i think some people train themselves to be able to
0: sort of you might, yeah, must that must be being able to bring it out a bit more and use it if you if you have it there but
1: i know yeah. like tom grennan and post malone and people like that they tend to lean on there i mm. think with post malone it's definitely like you can tell in his speaking voice that it's just there. Whereas I think with Tom Grennan, I think he like leans on it a lot more. Um, yeah. And you can sort of, yeah, you could, uh, and that is great when people have the ability to do that. And I think it's wonderful. Um, that Sorry. <laughs>
0: no, no, it was good. I was just going to say also, like, it's very sad. This song is so like, yes, heartbreaking. And it, I just like, I love. I I really I love it. I definitely I could see. I almost could see myself having like a full on cry to this song because it was like, oh man, this this hit me straight in the heart. Like, I mean, it's weird because I also wanted to like dance to it a bit, and I was like, I want to dance, but also this is so sad. and I just want to give you a hug and be like, you. It's it's okay, and it it's like the opposite yeah. of the um the sick the sick song um <laughs> by Emeralds. they're like in that kind of if that's like looking in from the outside after the relationship is gone and like wishing that you'd been able to stand up for yourself and not like do all of those things
2: this, this is, is like you're still role. in
0: that you're trying to make it work you're desperately yeah. trying to make it work because you just want I don't know. You want to go back to that idea. You want that idea of what it could be. I
1: fix my makeup and carry on. Or oh, yeah. just like
0: I'll just keep trying, because eventually it will have to be okay. If I keep yeah. going, if I keep trying again and again and again, eventually I'll get the good ending. Um yeah. so it's like it's like the both sides of it. It's like the still in it, desperate to make it work, and then the looking back in the Emerald <laughs> song of like hmm. That wasn't yeah. good. They work really well together, actually. Yeah,
1: they definitely belong in the same playlist. Absolutely. Um, I think that's it then. Is it? Am I yeah. going crazy?
0: No, that oh. it.
1: that's it. has been. It's been a. It's a been a good episode back. Uh, second yes. episode of the year, and we'll. You know, we. I think things are going to be a little bit busy and a little bit chaotic this. You know, the next few months. Um, this
0: year is going to be a mad one
1: yeah so I think like you know we might not be posting every two weeks but we'll try to we'll try to I guess that's kind yeah. of yeah it's it it'll be something that will will work out um at the moment I, it takes me two hours each way commuting to work on it, but I'm only doing two days in the office which is great so it's not yeah. so bad um so yeah so hopefully it'll be fairly regular um but I don't think we're going to put pressure on ourselves to like be regimented with it 'Cause just no, what we're it, it will
0: be as it is and it, you know, we'll, we'll obviously try, but we're not gonna break our backs trying I mean, take this year already. We're like we haven't really recorded it's gonna much. It's a I monthly definitely podcast. haven't even released it. But uh I <laughs> know. Oh, but like we we'll, we'll we do it when we can because we enjoy it doing it still and you know people enjoy listening to it, so um, we'll we'll try our best. To keep it keep it yeah, regular, and if it sure. doesn't work out, I hope you'll forgive us.
1: Perfect. That that was exactly what needs to be said. Okay. Well, we love you.
0: We do. Live, laugh, love.
1: I was debating whether I was going to say it or not, so I was glad you did. Okay. Stay healthy. Don't get sick. Yes. Um. Yeah. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.